Welcome back inside the Atlantic Union Bank Center. We're getting set for James Madison and Louisiana here in Harrisonburg. I'm Corey Spector. We've got James Madison head coach Sean O'Regan with us. Coach, as always, thanks so much for taking the time. You know, we, we discussed uh, back on Thursday night the effectiveness of the 3-2 zone, and we talked about Carol Miller being at the top of it. And I kind of wanted to just zoom in on Carol as, as an individual and kind of what she's brought to this program moving over from Virginia, just the step-by-step -step process of ingratiating her into James Madison and, and what she's brought to this program. Well, yeah, um, uh, Carol, Carol's a, um, a really smart, um, you know, uh, very, very talented player, right? So at a high school, uh, we were her first offer, uh, I think freshman or sophomore year. Um, and, you know, ended up being a top 100 recruit and uh, I think 57, if I'm, I'm not mistaken. And so, um, you know, no surprise. I, I think you choose, you know, a, a school over the mountain that um, it was pretty good, but didn't have the um, consistency I think she hoped for with coaching staffs and winning and stuff like that. So, um, you know, one of the things I asked her, I make the joke all the time, I said, when she was in the transfer portal, I said, you know, why do you want to come here? Like, what, what would you want to come here for? And she said, I want to win. Um, so uh, I always like that because you take a little dig for that school over the mountain too. But um, <laughs> Carol is, um, you know, she, she, we call her like our Swiss Army knife in the sense of, um, you know, I think she can do a lot of different things. Uh, she has great versatility. Um, you know, I, I don't think her expectation nor mine are that she's going to come out here and score 25 in a game. Um, she'll take what, what they give us, um, you know, as far as offensively. Uh, really, really good defender, um, good rebounder. Um, but, like, the thing, the thing that, that makes me comfortable with her is her, her IQ. She's just very smart. Um, and her body's been through a lot. You know, I think there's days you, you see her running up and down the floor and you, you're like, you know, are her, are her knees warmed up yet type of thing. But um, similar to how Lexi Barrier was um, back when, when Lexi played, it's um, the, the sometimes how she's running doesn't indicate how well she's playing. And so, um, you know, I thought, I thought Carol did a great job after coming off a game where, where she didn't play very much down at, down at Monroe. And, um, you know, stepped up for us um, in, you know, not, not everybody we have can play the 3-2 the zone the way we want it played. Um, and so, you know, that's, that, that's why we, the, the lineup was the way it was down the stretch of that game. But Carol's one of those people. Um, and so um, really does her job well, came with a couple steals. Um, and and I was, it's just a, exactly what I call her, this Swiss Army knife for us. Um, sometimes you need that, the screwdriver in there. Sometimes you need the, the toothpick, right? Sometimes you need the, the big knife. So um, she, she's, done, she's done a lot. Getting her uh, acclimated to our culture, um, has been pretty easy, um, but I think I think it's 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 a challenge with every um, how do you say it not not even grad transfer but every transfer that's been at another place for multiple years. I think there's it's always a little bit more challenging um, because it's it's like they they've got habits they've they've been they've been acclimated to a culture already. Um, so ours is obviously different than, than anybody else's out there. And so she's, she's done a really good job with it. It's been very easy. Um, she's got a great attitude. And, um, you know, it's, it's been fun to watch her, um, you know, ha have some of her moments. I, I expect there'll be more, but having some of her moments so far has been fun to watch. She started her first 
three years primarily uh, at Virginia and then kind of came off the bench last year before leaving the program. When you've talked about the buy-in that it takes for this team to succeed, not knowing who's going to play on a game-in and game-out basis, I think her selflessness probably really helps that culture that you're trying to establish. Yeah, it, it's and it's key, um, you know, especially, especially this year. This year more than, more than others. I mean, I think you have to get um, – a culture of selflessness every year, um, but right, it, it's um, you know in in this day and age, sometimes the the transfer portal can be more of a transactional experience where, um, hey, you come here and I'll I'll do this for you or you do this for you know and instead of like hey this is my program I bleed purple that type of stuff and so, um, you know that's exactly what it is and. You know, it's not, you know, it's not just her, but as a fifth year senior grad student, um, she's part of the leadership that that needs to show, you know, if, you know, when you come here to win, this is part of, this is how you do it, right? And you're showing uh, Jada Mills, right, as a freshman. Even you're showing maybe a Chloe Sterling as a sophomore. Now, Chloe's seen it firsthand and done it firsthand. Um, but again, similar, you just, you're just, you're being an example for everybody. Um, whether that be, right, a reminder to Anna Goodman or a reminder to Makaya Tynes or Heaven Bristow uh, or Olivia Mullins, who, who, if you think Olivia and, and Heaven and, and Carol and Ashanti are all in this very similar situation, they're upperclassmen that have transferred in here. And, you know, again, I, I say this all the time, but, but I, I would imagine um, nobody's playing the exact amount of minutes they want to, maybe other than Jamia back-to-back um, games. And, you know, I just happened... Somebody sent me something. Again, I've been off of social media, but somebody sent me something Steve Kerr said uh, the other day. It was like, I played for 15 years, and for 15 years I wasn't happy with my playing time. Um, so, so how do you translate that? And what we talked about yesterday a little bit is, yeah, you don't, you don't necessarily have to be happy with it, right? It can, it can be a driving force for you to, to get better or perform better or, um, you know, be be. Um, you know, expand on your craft um, or be a better rebounder, be a better defender. It's okay for you not to like it, but at no point in time can, can that be a negative effect on our team, right? But when you go home and you're sitting in your room by yourself, it's okay to be like, man, I really want more than my 22 minutes. Okay, well, how am I going to do that, right? Is it, is it more time in the gym? Is it, you know, whatever. So, um, you know, I, th- I think that's an important point. Like, I don't, I don't really want, I don't ever want our team to be individually satisfied with um, minutes that, that, you know, if you're playing 12 minutes, I don't want to, hey, great. Uh, like, no, I want you to play your 12 minutes as hard as you can play your 12 minutes, but like strive for 15 minutes. It's okay to strive for more, but again, the selflessness and the sacrifice part is that, hey, you know, hey, I trust this, I trust this coach, I trust this coaching staff, I trust this team, and we're all trying to win, and, and that's the goal, and so if he, you know, decided that I was going to play six today, I'm playing six today, I'm going to play my heart out for those six, but that doesn't mean you can't strive for more than six, and I hope I'm painting that picture properly. Here. Yes, you are, and I wish we had the form to expand on this more, but uh, we have to talk about the, uh, the opponent yeah, coming up here sure. in, right. in Louisiana. Coach O'Regan is with us, Dukes and Raging Cajuns today. Uh, when you look at this Louisiana team, they've won about two-thirds of their league games since 2020, scoring defense number one in the Sun Belt last year. 
This year, their offense is last in the Sun Belt. They were missing Tamara Johnson for a couple of games with a broken nose. She's back, scored 20 in the win against Old Dominion. Uh, overall, what do we need to know about Louisiana today? Um, I feel like I've said this to you for three straight games now, but like when I look at Louisiana, um, I see a team that can contend for a title in the Sun Belt. Um, you know, with, I mean, obviously Tamara Johnson coming back and, and doing her thing, but, um, you know, they didn't have Brandy Williams last year. And she, you know, last year, I'm watching last year's game and they go 0 for 13 from three. There's no Brandy Williams running around who's clearly their best three point shooter, um, which adds an element to, to their game. And so um, they've got depth, um, I think they've got talent. They defend. Um, they really know who they are offensively, and I think that that grows throughout the year. Um, their pace is just a little bit slower than some, and, and so um, it's not a surprise to me scoring offense is low just because they're, they're, pay, he, they're not a the running and gunning type of team. Um, you know, and they're very comfortable. I was watching the, um, I can't remember if it was the app game or the ODU game because um, it's, you know, it's... <laughs> Been watching a lot of Louisiana cramming, cram, cramming for my test here, Corey. But um, I think they had three end of the shot clock. Um, either it was a violation or they had to check it. Um, and that's how comfortable they are shooting at the end of the shot clock. Um, so they really try to, to make you work and pick you uh, apart. And, and maybe you make it a state mistake at 11 and they take advantage of that. But, um, you know, he's, he's done a really good job with them. I think they're, um, I really do. I think they're a contender level team. Um, really, really conscious defensively, um, really smart offensively. Um, and, and again, I, I'm curious to see how we can do rebounding wise. Last year it was tied 43-43 and I thought it was really the reason the game was close. Um, you know, they, they defensively, they packed the paint really well. They kind of bait you to shoot threes. We shot 33s last year um, and, it, and it worked out okay. But, um, you know, the stat that stands out to me is Kiki Jefferson going two for 16 because she couldn't get into the paint. Um, and so we, we've got to, you know, to, for us to win, we, we've got to shoot it decent today um and i you know i'm fully confident we will but we're going to have to shoot it decent because that's what they're going to give up we appreciate the time as always looking forward to the matchup today thanks so much thank you sir we'll take a break tip off between james madison and louisiana in just a moment you're listening to jmu women's basketball on the morris insurance and financial jmu radio network